where these buttons are. Oh, that's good timing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dremel guy. It's <laughs> a great. It's a great intro for today. It's a, you know what? No, it's even better than you think. It's a great intro for the end of the year. I was gonna say <laughs> it's a good out outro for 2018. <laughs> uh, hello, welcome back. We were gamers, a podcast which will likely be dominated by construction. Yeah, sorry about that, everybody. They're doing roof work on the building next door, and the guy with a Dremel tool is right outside my window, so... We do normally record uh, what I would consider after hours, you know, kind of at nighttime. And uh, so today will likely be construction noise, car noise, and uh, kid noise maybe even, as we are in... A very active winter break time for a lot of people. It's full-on holiday mode. Yeah, so we're hoping everybody's had a nice little uh, end-of-the-year celebration with their family, whatever you celebrate, um, and that you're prepping for a great 2019 as well. I know we are, uh, and I think it's fitting, you know? Like, looking back on the year, we tried a lot of things, uh, maybe less than... Some people who head out there and, you know, they're streaming right away and all that sort of stuff. But I think in 2018, what, Michael, you you joined the podcast in 2018. Yeah. We've recorded a bunch of episodes in 2018 that were experimental, like the Portal ones. We, yeah, we had some fun with that. Changed how we record how many times? 17 um not as not as many times as the recording broke okay yeah recordings <laughs> have broken on us a bunch of times it's just been so 2017 we started the pod 2018 we experimented with the pod 2019 we get we get good at the pod right get good get good <laughs> uh, uh jj as a reminder is still uh on a secret mission to Uncharted Space. No, what does Buzz Lightyear say? To infinity and beyond? No, the other... To, the other to, he, he does, to insanity and... <laughs> a blonde. <laughs> uh, how you doing, bud? How's your... Uh, you're, you're, you have time off, I think. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Our office is actually shuttered until the new year, so I got a couple of extra days here in between the, the two holidays. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, so it's nice to have a little bit of extra time off. Uh Uh-huh, and we know that extra time off means tons of time for games, right? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) uh, I'm actually going to, top of my list is to finally jump back into the Nova missions on StarCraft II. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so that's probably going to happen as soon as we uh, wrap this up. Our uh, Christmas traditions, which are still continuing today. Uh, as we celebrate, are unfortunately often splayed out across many a day. So I get a few hours, maybe, over the course of those days to pop into the the, uh, the realm of games. And what's interesting about that is Smash, um, which has dominated my time recently. I, I've It's been a little nice to have a break from it, because now I'm kind of slowing down a little. I still have a lot of characters to unlock, I think about 15 maybe. Okay, that's a that's a good number that you've unlocked already then. Uh yeah, you know, because when you play the World of Light mode, mm-hmm. if you play it for like 5-10 minutes and then back out of it, it, it auto hits you with a new challenger. 
Okay. Yeah. So you you played long enough to reset the or to reach the end of the timer and right, it exactly. throws you a new one. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like takes the waiting game away a little bit, and then um, you know those guys reapproach if you've lost to them or whatever. But um, the world of light mode has a lot of busy work you can do. <laughs> okay. To send your little spirit guys out on missions to find you more spirit credits or whatever or items or these sorts of things. So that's like the phone game aspect of it almost. You just got to log in every six hours and do your thing. <laughs> uh, yep, yep, yep. Which is about what I've been able to accomplish in Smash. The break's nice. Maybe I'll maybe I'll start to trickle back in some of that uh, Mario game that we were we were talking about too. Well, before you uh, before you get out of Smash, there is a special event coming on Friday. So, well, so is this? They've been doing special events on the Spirit Board. Yes, so um, it's another one of those. Okay, because so far they've done Spirits with Glasses and Fire Emblem Spirits. Okay, well, this one coming up is called Oh Yeah Mario Time. Oh. Imagine it in, in your best Italian plumber voice. Okay, sure. Or a um, Nintendo Nintendo version of Italian plumber voice. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's going to be spirits from the Super Mario Bros. series. Cool. Um, you know, beat them to earn extra gold, and there are apparently exclusive spirits to the event. Exclusive to the event? Yes. Oh, that's new. I think yeah, that's, that's, new. The, that's the first that I have heard of them doing event exclusives. Huh, because the last two, they had the legendary spirits from those those categories show up easily. So, there, see? There's kid noise right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they had the, like, the legendary spirits with glasses would be on the board pretty much all the time. Okay. Interesting. That's cool. I am into that. So, Friday is the that event, huh? Yeah, it's a five-day event, so Friday into Tuesday. Yeah, I think they just sort of, it's going to be a rolling thing now, where there's an event that lasts about five days, then there's a day break, and then, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Keep people interested, keep adding spirits for people to keep playing the game, or to maybe keep people interested that pound through those types of games, you know? Yeah, or to draw people in who have you know, up to this point, neglected the spirit board, right? The yeah. the event finally hits in a game that they're super excited about. Yeah, well, I hope and people they, didn't they ignore they... the spirit board because it was a worthwhile, just even if you didn't want to play World of Light, the spirit board was worth the time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Smash is a good game. I'm shocked that it's as good as it is. I thought it would just be a game that would sit in my library waiting to play it with friends. And instead it floats to the top. Yep, that's good. Um, Not a huge bunch of news because it's the end of the year that I know of. I know maybe some of the bigger news is the Steam, Steam sale? Is there a Steam sale? Yeah, there is a Steam sale again this winter. Um, You know, the Steam sales used to be a... Uh, We'll get on the nostalgia train here. It used to be a big thing. <laughs> there used to be a, it used to be a game or, okay. um, you know, there used to be the, the daily deals. I think that was always the, one of the most interesting parts. Yeah, we've, we've, um, lamented, I think, the changes 
to the Steam sales enough. Like we've done it, we've done it yeah, regularly. You definitely <laughs> <touched on> it. <laughs> Every time they yeah. kind of bring it, bring it back a sale, we lament the old days, I guess. Um, yeah. So this this is another one of the you know everything's on sale from the beginning. Buy what you want. Um, and the only the only wrinkle to it is that they've got a they call it the ex- Steam's extremely cozy cottage of surprises. What? Which is a fancy way of them saying it's an advent calendar. Oh. Um, so basically if you log into the store and you click on the winter banner at the top of the page and it jumps you to a digital advent calendar. So wait, wait, hold on. Okay. So we're actually on our PCs when we record this now because of the change, the change to this thing. So I'm going to just, we're going to pull this open. So wait, what? Okay. Let's do it real time. So you see the banner steam winter sale. Yeah. Yeah. I see a little, little housey thing here. Okay. Oh. Uh-huh. So now you should see a bunch of little digital boxes. I see that you can that should be numbered that you can click on. Oh, and they have little gifts in them. Oh, yeah, they have little gifts in them that jump into your inventory. And one of the gifts each day is a usable item and basically increases your holiday uh, a holiday badge. I think it's, they call it a, the knickknack badge. Okay, and that, that's about it. <laughs> There's the Steam Awards, too, right now, I think. Right. So the Steam Awards are going on, too, and there is the um, the sale, the Steam Awards trading cards. Oh, the so separate from the sale? The, well, the, the cards are linked to both the awards and the sale. So you get cards for um, every $10 you spend and for going through your queue three times a day. So that's pretty constant with all the sales. And then you also get cards for voting okay. um, on the Steam Awards. Now, do you think the Steam Awards are a big thing still? I know they were when they first started, but um, I'm I'm curious because I, maybe this is a bigger conversation. But I mean, I'm staring at the sales; they're okay. I'm not sure that I'm going to commit to anything. But has Steam, with its sale, kind of changing, and with the Steam Awards being out for this long? And then new stores, which I guess I don't remember if we've really talked about Epic and um, Discord and everybody else starting up their own stores. Do they? Is this still a thing? I I don't know. I don't I don't see anybody. And you know, maybe it's just that I'm I'm not following the latest games that are on the Steam Awards that closely. But I don't really ever seem to see games trading on winning a Steam Award to try and sell more copies after the fact. Right, yeah, yeah. Which is, would be what you would expect, right? Right. Hey, we won this big award, you should come check out our game, everybody else seems to like it. I guess maybe Steam Steam mentions it. <laughs> sure, yeah, because they, you know, they want people to to interact with the awards and to vote for their favorites and right. Huh? There's a lot of these little emoticons you get from clicking this banner. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you end up with anything on sale? Uh, yeah, I I bought myself several things actually. Um, uh-huh. I finally picked up. Uh, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Oh. 
Um, I got the second of the two Mega Man X Legacy collections. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I figured I'd check out one of those and I, you know, I have the first three Mega Man X games on emulator. Right. So I didn't necessarily need to pick up the first Legacy con- collection, which is <clears throat> games one through four. Sure. Uh, but I picked up the second one, Mega Man X five through eight. So I'll, I'll give that a shot. And then I picked up, uh, Dead Cells, which I know JJ really enjoyed. Yeah. It seems pretty popular too. Yeah, I, I'm staring at the list. Uh, I have a minor existential crisis to admit to you. Okay. I see some of these things like um, Into the Breach. Yeah, it's ten dollars. That's a pretty good deal. Yep. Um, Firewatch is not on sale for some reason. Yeah, I had a few of those. What else? What else? What else? Uh, Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight's on sale. That, that might be a good mm-hmm. buy. Hollow Knight's on sale for less than ten dollars. That might be a good buy. Yep. The caves on sale. And then I think, wait a minute. I've always been the guy that says, buy it on PC, right? Buy it on PC, buy it on PC, because then you've got it. And you don't have to worry about switching platforms. But I could yep. play these games on my Switch. Ooh. I don't think that being a Switch fan is being a console fan. But not buying them on PC means I've got them on a... Co- I'm. I'm having a minor end of the year. You know, everybody's got that little end of the year crisis. My office is a mess. It's become the dumping ground for everything. And and uh, and I just am doubting myself now. <laughs> I, I I think probably the what might be helpful would be to draw a line and say, this would be a good game to be able to play both on a big screen and in a mobile version, like Into the Breach. Yeah, I might say get that one on the Switch instead because you can take it with you, and that's a great game to be able to play in a you know we've got a few minutes in a portable version. Right. Yeah. But I think maybe it's easy to draw that line and say, uh, I don't know. Well, what did hmm. XCOM probably maybe not. Well, I don't. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, like a big a big studio title, you're probably going to want to play on on a big screen and with the hardware in my PC. <laughs> well, yeah, the hardware in your PC, and also too, if it's something that would be you'd rather play with an actual controller. Oh yeah, Civ Six. That's a consi- that's a consideration too. Civ Six would probably be not on a Switch, and it's just weird. It's weird to me to be back in the. Hmm. Wait a minute. Where should I buy that? You know, yeah, yeah. Because well, for so long, you know, there a lot of times there wasn't a choice. No, and the choices were easy to make when there were PC because right. it ran better, it ran faster, it ran prettier. And now sometimes they don't. You know, sometimes they're hard coded to look a certain way. It's weird. It's a good problem. It's a good problem <laughs> to have. Oh, I guess me. I don't know. Is that part of? the end of the year introspection that we should do we should do that right everybody's doing their you know if you listen to the major podcasts out there we're we're not the major or minor podcasts but we're <laughs> <laughs> chugging along we're here um you know the giant bombs and the waypoints they're all doing best games of the year and and we've never been game reviewers really we've been r- reminders of 
what we've liked and, and what we've played and what we've talked a heck of a lot about. Yeah, it's been uh, uh, I, it's it's been a good year, I think, for us. I think for um, we were gamers overall and for games. I I it's hard to not just think about BattleTech because I know we talked about it from July through October, <laughs> basically nonstop. You know, but then I think back to um, 2017 when we were doing this pod, and and we talked about Hearthstone every single week almost. And um, in 2017, I would have said people should play it, and in 2018, I'd say they shouldn't. So it's hard to, it's hard to do those. I think end of the year must play game lists when, maybe when they're ongoing games, at least one shouldn't recommend them because. They stop being good sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they change the they change the game or, you know, it gets in some cases it gets stale yeah, because they don't change the game. Stale is a perfect word. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, uh, the gift of hindsight. <laughs> the gift of listening to a hundred pods. <laughs> <laughs> Man. We should do a recommendation to start with like a pod number. 100 or something instead of number one. Oh yeah like come up with a good a good jumping off point for people who are tuning in to dive back in yeah absolutely just tuning in mm -hmm. yeah maybe we'll uh maybe we'll do that for next week we'll come up with uh, some <laughs> recommendations of where we think people should start definitely absolutely and um i do a little advertisement here we've done a couple of in the past subspace transmissions our little side project for Star Trek. Oh, yeah. I'm happy to say that those have, many of them have been edited and are going to be a regular release in the 2019 year. Oh, I look forward to that. Yeah. So that should be monthly at this point. We're, we're doing good. <laughs> Got some stuff in the pipeline. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you had to, I mean, on a non-ongoing game, so, like, not a phone game where they, like, trying to keep you playing all the time. Sure, sure. What what would you look back and say that you maybe, I don't know, not everyone's going to enjoy every game, but something that you think is just worth worth people's time for 2018? Um. So, I've been reading the Kotaku writers over the last week have been publishing their top ten lists sure. for the year. Um, and a lot of it is stuff I haven't played, uh, just because, you know, we, we don't tend to be right on the leading edge of new games coming out, mm -hmm. but on just about everyone's list was into the breach. And I definitely agree with that. Um, okay. it's, it's a game that you can put time in, in small amounts if you don't have a ton of time and it's very easy to pick up the mechanics of how it works but it's the kind of thing that you will sit there and just agonize over once you get into it. <clears throat> you just, just stare at staring. Just because of the nature of the game, right? You're like, I have these, I have my three units. I have this set of moves. I have to keep these buildings from being destroyed or taking, you know, taking too much damage. Mm -hmm. How do I do it? What's the perfect combination and order of moves? And it's, it's just wholly engrossing. Right. Even if you're even if you're not really a tactical game kind of person, I think it's the kind of thing that will be enjoyable or that at least you should give a try. 
Awesome. Um, so yeah, that's, that would be definitely two thumbs up for me, uh, on worth your time from this year. Um, I think the other stuff I played is not from this year. Ah, it doesn't um, matter. It's what we played the, this year. Yeah, that's true. The, the first two trails in the sky games, um, you know, I spent, I spent probably half the year, um, working my way through those and they're they're just incredibly well put together from a story perspective from a mechanics perspective um they are they're great jrpgs yeah and definitely worth if you want sort of a throwback style jrpg um to two and a half d they are worth sinking some time into I think between the between the two games, I'm, I'm going through my Steam library here to try and remind myself. I think between <laughs> the two games, I sank about a hundred hours, hundred and ten hours. See, so it's it's hard for me personally. I feel bad recommending a game that's like that, right? Mm-hmm. BattleTech, I put a hundred and forty hours into, and like, so what? Oh, what game did I enjoy the most this year? Well, it was probably BattleTech, but. Not everyone's going to like the tactics of that game. Some people are going to be frustrated by the, what I would suggest is maybe not great coding with how the load times are, what you have to do to get the load times down and how you can't really control it at a certain point. That kind of gets pretty bad. But I guess if I thought about just the main thing, if you just wanted to play the story of the game, you'd probably only be looking at like 50 hours, maybe a little less. Yeah. Even then, though, if someone's got to sit at a PC to play it, it's a hard sell, I think, to say, like, Battletech was the best game of the year or whatever. But it certainly is a game I most enjoyed. And I think probably if JG were here, he'd say the same. We'll find out soon. Yeah, yeah we'll ask him when he's back. It's just, it was a mind-blowingly fun game for the people that were part of... It was part of the, our youth, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I don't know. I don't know that I can fairly recommend it. If anybody had a Switch, I would say Mario and Rabbids was like like a revelation to me. I thought it would be something like Bravely Default or something that would stick out at the end of the year. Or, uh, you know, any of the other games I tried on my um, DS or whatever. But, ooh, ooh, he's back. He hasn't been back yeah. for a while. Yeah, Dremel Guy is back. Dremel Guy is back. Welcome back, Dremel Guy. But uh, the the revelation of the Switch and and the games on it and Mario and Rabbids being a game that just looks so inane and at the same time is so deep, it undercuts everything about that console. I I here's my recommendation: get a Switch. Not I'm not going to recommend a game. There you go. Yeah, I that's an amazing little piece of hardware. I I love it. It's more than an iPad or whatever else. It's an awesome little piece of hardware. So, there you have it. 2018 in a nutshell. So while we're while we're looking back, um, let's let's look way back. Okay. Did you? I'm I'm pretty sure that that you have touched on you and JJ before have touched on playing SimCity and some of your favorite SimCities of the past. Yeah, I think we differ on which SimCities we like better. Um, and I think it's because I was not as deep of a simmer as he simmer. Not Simmer. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he has more experience with the different versions 
Uh, most people would say SimCity 2000 is the best, but um, I think I like one of the older ones, and I can't remember which one. But uh, Sim Tower stuff like that's cool. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, let's go back even older. Oh, did you know that there was a apparently an NES version of SimCity? No, I would not have known that. I I, I liked the well, NES, but I liked some of the games on it, but I don't know the catalog that well. Almost no one would have because the game was apparently debuted at an electronic show in 91 and then never seen again. Okay, was, so this is like more never, hard to find than E.T. Right. It was never released. Uh, instead, they went with SimCity on the SNES. Uh, later in 91. Yeah, I didn't know that existed. Right, right. I think that one people are very familiar with. Uh, and the NES version was just quietly swept under the rug. Well, someone last year found a cartridge with the prototype game at a used game shop in Seattle last year. So somebody's mom cleaned out their basement and dumped it. Yep. Yeah, something like that. And so one of the one of the guys who found it, um, who is a just happened to be a founder of the Video Game History Foundation. Whoa. And took the ROM and has dumped it online. Oh, so you can play like an original NES version of of SimCity. What? Is this the same developer? Um, that is a good question. Let me see. Yeah, I think so. Will Wright. Will Wright sounds right. Shigeru Miyamoto. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. They collaborated to port the game to Nintendo console. Uh, They originally announced it for launch on both the NES and SNES. Whoa. And then uh, the NES version never materialized. This looks crazy. Until now. This guy has green hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should uh we should throw up a link to this article. I think Absolutely, I think yeah. We'll put it on their uh put on our Twitter or something. Um that's probably something we should get on in twenty eighteen is being a little more active on the link posting. On the social meds. Uh <laughs> I know how much you love that. I'm really You know, it's really hard in twenty in the end of 2018, not to look at all the news about Facebook and everything. Yeah. And I don't really want to get into it on this pod, but you wonder what did the, the rise of podcasting is, is directly associated with people finding out on social media about things like podcasts and where to find them and where to listen to them and all that. There's not really like a social media service. Maybe Earwolf or uh, Stitcher are starting to try to be, separate you know moderators of that content but the apple service for podcasts is is basically just a dumping ground um and so it's hard to like think about leaving those platforms and then also having a podcast (laughs) it's very uh mind-bending you know what i mean yeah for now it's uh a necessary part of existence i guess yeah we gotta keep drinking from the fire hose (laughs) (laughs) what an image that's a good idea not a good idea hold on hold on 
Uh, it was a good phrase, not a good idea, kids. <laughs> Be very clear about that. Yeah. Stay out of the way of fire hoses. Yeah. PSA. Do you have any? Uh, I may as well ask you. Do you have any? Um, do you have any fantasy football updates? Oh, yeah, we can get to that quick as we wrap out the end of the year. It's. I think it's weird and fitting that there's no January games this year. Did you Did you realize that? How do you mean? Well, normally, isn't there one one week's worth of NFL in January? Does it usually go into the into the new year? I thought it usually wrapped um, right at the end of the year. Hmm. I recall being in Denver for games in January before, and I don't think they were playoff games, but I could be wrong. It would have been like right after the new year, and I would have thought that that would have been still regular season. But I don't, I don't know that I recall now that you mentioned it. I I thought it was weird. It might just be. It might be how the where New Year's falls. Maybe that could be it. But this year, the definitely the regular season will be over before the end of the year. Yes, which means fantasy football ended this week, and we normally do this after the bumps when we say. You should follow us on social media, and after I just derailed this whole podcast talking about social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before you get rid of your social media, you should give us a follow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, man, 2019. It's going to be weird. Yeah, before you get rid of your social media. Oh, so when you click these links, the little people show up inside them. Interesting. I'm still on the Steam page. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you should give us a follow for next year. We'll definitely be adding a lot of new fun stuff that we're going to be trying out. I'm not going to say all of it. Well, I previewed a little bit. That Star Trek thing is going to come out every week. That'll be fun. Or not every week. Sorry. Whoa. Every month. Whoa. Every, every month. 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 JJ, uh, just about died hearing the podcast there. <laughs> what are you committing me to? Yeah, no, we're we're doing good on that one. And then um you know, we'll we'll be more active, I think. So uh at we were gamers on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yeah, we have that. Instagram, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think the kids use any of those anymore. But I don't know what they're using, so we're still using them. <laughs> yeah. You could also email us at podcast at we were gamers. Yes. Tell us uh about your year in review and uh, maybe some things you're looking forward to. We had some great communication with people this year um, that gave us some fantastic articles that we like to read. Not mm-hmm. all of them made it onto the air because some of them had been things we had talked about ahead of time or they were following up on stuff we had talked about or um, interactions with people that reminded us of information we had forgotten or clarified stuff. I can think recently that we had the... Uh, the Evangelion conversation, and then that got yep. clarified for us on what was up with that. So it's good. It's a good interactive place. The emails are fun to read, so I appreciate yeah. all of those. Uh, and I think also we we owe a, a big thank you to all the people who have come on the pod with us this year. Absolutely. Uh, to Ryan, to Chris, to Agent Zero Cool. Uh, uh, Ken's popped on here once or twice. Yep. Yep, to Ken. Yeah. Everybody that has come in and uh, helped out and clarified stuff or 
let us see into a community we don't really participate in that much. Uh, we really appreciate that. And I think yeah. that thank you, my, Michael, for remembering that we should thank all those people. Hey, you know, we should also thank uh, Marley Rosner for our music. We don't we don't say no, his absolutely. name enough uh, on this podcast. He's been allowing us to use that piece for a long time now, and I appreciate it. Um, I wish that he would make a website because he deserves one. Somebody out there should contact him and make him a website to get his music out there. Oh, it's a good, yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. Before we start ranting and complaining. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, the end of the football season was kind. If we want to talk about some fantasy football, I only did one league this year. It's a keeper league. I made a lot of moves and trades over the course of the year, and um, they panned out. So I am fantasy champ. Hey, congratulations. Yeah. I uh, I also fantasy uh, champ. managed to win my league. Yeah, yeah buddy. I, Yours uh, was harder to win than mine, I think. I went into the, uh, let me pull up my, I've got the page up here. <clears throat> I went into the playoffs in fifth place with a six and seven record. Okay. And I knocked off teams that were seven and six, 11 and two, and eight and five. I went into the playoffs in third. I should pull up this. Pulled this up. I went into playoffs in third, which means I lost out on the bye. Um, and so I had to play the same dude twice, and that meant winning the second time. So I guess that worked out. In, okay. In a pretty low scoring game, but it was a low scoring week. That first week of week 14 was bad for everybody, you know? Yeah. Where everyone had like horrible, horrible weeks. Um, then my final week of playing Cam Newton <laughs> came rolled around. And I beat the second seed still. And then uh, ended up in the championship versus the number five team who okay. knocked off the number four and number one. And uh, started Josh Allen versus Tom Brady. That was a... Ooh, that's yeah. a... It was a bold, the dice. It was a bold move. Tom Brady did bad is all I can say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I think one thing that helped me this year was I I worked the waiver wire a lot harder than I have in probably any year past. I'm trying to find out if I can find my moves. I want to see what we... There is a way to see it. I was just looking for it, and I'm not seeing it right now. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the last, like the last six weeks for me were playing... I don't think I started the same defense two weeks in a row. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I picked up Derrick Henry late. Fortunately, in an, in an 18 league, he was still available after he had that monster <laughs> game. He, uh, um, came back to bite people in the final week there a little bit. Not a lot of yeah. it. Yeah, but it was, it was enough over the last two games. Yes, right. It got you to the championship. Yeah. And ours, you know, ours was exciting. It came, it came right down to it. I was up 12 points or so. Okay. Uh, heading into Monday night and, he still had uh, Jared Cook to play. Oh, um, and got I got a little bit lucky, you know, which uh, you know I think you need a little bit of to win a fantasy league. But Jared Cook got he got injured. He went through concussion protocol mid game and apparently passed because he came back. Um, but you know he wasn't really uh, by by that point. Oakland had it well in hand with I guess with the ground game, right? And so he wasn't really. Uh, 
he wasn't really a threat for most of the night. So that was a tough game to watch for me personally. <laughs> yeah, I'm as a as a Denver fan, I'm sure. I'm sorry about that it was one. Not. Oh, here we go. Here, finally found, clicked through and found the moves. Uh, if I organized my moves, it looks like I made the most in my league with 44 moves. There you go. And 11, no, is that my waiver position? Yeah, that's my waiver position. So 44 moves this year. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's more than most, but not outrageously more. The person that came in second only had seven less, and then it's like drops off by about 20. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that tends to be how it is, right? There are a couple of people who, who really uh, are watching the waivers, and then other people are sort of just picking up people as they need them. Yeah. Well, it's it's tough. I think a lot of fantasy football players, I don't want to get too into psychology because every team values and plays players differently. Um, It's easy to get stuck on names, you know, a lot of the time. I, I yeah. See, I see Jimmy Graham still on rosters at the end of the year. Um, People see teams sometimes. Um. And they don't think players on those teams are as good as they are. Sometimes like David Njoku got a bad rap and he had a little bit of a bad stretch for two or three games. And then, uh, you know, I stuck with him and played him in the playoffs and he got 30, 13 points, including a touchdown. Yeah, he had a, he had a great game this past So it's, it's tough to evaluate players sometimes and, and uh, freewheeling a little bit on the waiver wire. Maybe it bites you because you drop Derrick Henry in week three and then somebody else gets him and plays him in the championships weeks but you if you'd made that drop early or that trade early and then you make the playoffs because of it you can't really look back and say oh if i'd only known you know yeah yeah there's no way so uh how did you feel about fantasy overall this season i i went into the season only in one league because i i didn't really know how i felt at the end of last year with everything and yeah. outside the leagues and fantasy football related, I had a tough year last year and I didn't know if I was going to enjoy it. And I, I ended up enjoying it, I think. Yeah, I had fun this year. My league, my league was a family league. We weren't playing for anything other than bragging rights. Um, so it was, uh, you know, my, I, I had some struggles with my team, uh, throughout the season. Um, i <laughs> kickers, um, kind of uh hosed me a couple of times mm-hmm. but uh you know i i enjoyed it on the whole um i think it gave at least for me be, with it being a family league it gave me a chance to um chat via the the chat client in the the fantasy app with some of my cousins more than i normally would oh okay uh, which was nice it was nice to be able to sort of keep in regular contact with all of them you know even if it was to uh to just trash talk with uh, <laughs> over the upcoming weeks. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but it was good. Yeah, this was uh it was it was enjoyable to not you know not really have to stress over it. Sure. Um, I think not not having anything to play for made it made it more enjoyable. Yeah, and you know, especially against family, that's probably the way to go. And if, yeah. it's, and if since it's a redraft league, maybe that's the way to go as well. I'm considering what it means to maybe make some sort of dynasty league with weekly prizes or something like that to get people involved. If you because it's hard, er, I think 
when it's not a family commitment or all people that are local or something, you know, keeping people involved. Yeah. Towards the yeah, end, gotta, especially. Yeah. The, it's, it's hard in some leagues with teams that are out of it and know that they're out of it to keep people who are, you know, in last place through potentially no fault of their own other than just bad luck. Yeah. Uh, engaged. Well, and, and in a dynasty or a keeper format, even that format, people were falling off and it's like, well, wait, you should still be involved because you can maybe jump the waivers and get people for next year that are better than the people you have or, you know. Right. Um, and weekly prizes might help with that too, where it's like, oh, well, if you get the highest score this week, you get some of the prize cash or something. So that people are still, even that it in, didn't make the winner's bracket, are still fighting for something. Yeah. I don't know. So there's a lot that I learned this year in fantasy football, taking it back down to one and taking it a little easier than normal. Yeah. Um, it was good. Uh, I think that things may have also calmed down overall with, with the NFL. So we'll see. Although... Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see next year how things are looking, but that was fun at the end of it. And hey, dual champs right here on the yeah. pod. So email podcast that we were gamers for all your fantasy football advice. <laughs> we should make a separate email for that one. Yeah. We could do like a sub fantasy football pod or something I don't rantasy know. at at we were gamers Ooh, i can make that email that's fine there we, there we go yeah there we go i and shout out to christian mccaffrey for uh carrying my team all season uh me as well yeah <laughs> my uh my fantasy team name wound up being uh, a little prophetic oh yeah run cmc yeah yeah I put one of my two guys in my fantasy football team name ended up on IR, so. Yeah, get better, Cup. Yep. I don't think that I'll put McCaffrey in my fantasy team name. Too much of a risk. 50% of the people up there get put on IR. Yeah. Not (laughs) worth it. Not worth it at all. All right. Well, here's to the end of 2018. We had a good time. We said our recommendations for you are to go get a switch and to put into the breach on it. Yeah, there we go. Um, and you will probably have amazing revelations, I think. And until 2019, uh, this is Andrew. This is Michael. And we'll talk to you next year. Yeah, on to next year. Ah, you did it. 